Welcome to the Escape Everything podcast, where we talk to musicians, artists and creators about their creative processes and how to escape the challenges holding us back from living the lives we really want. I'm James. I'm Jonna. And this week we talk about the journey and influences behind our latest collaboration project, Each of Them Echoes. We also get into a discussion about how your emotional state influences your music and how music can influence your emotional state as well as the vulnerability that comes from releasing music with lyrics based on real life. We hope you enjoy. officially each of the mechos started well we've been collaborating for four or five years now um this project itself is actually well it's been, been written over the last year mm-hmm. um but yeah we we started meeting up yeah it must be five years uh um just both keen to find more more excuses and more opportunities to make a lot more music and it's always a lot more encouraging when you've got someone else just to mm. uh, Get and just get into a routine and meet up with every week. Yeah, it's it's been quite a journey and it's evolved a lot. We've learned a lot through the process mm. of having that regular um, thing, not quite weekly, but like at times it was you know every week. Um, gone through a lot of different musical styles. Yeah, I mean, I, like obviously we talked on the last uh, podcast about uh, sort of colliding our kind of contrasting musical backgrounds. Um, but I guess when we first started out, actually what we were trying to do is find common ground. You know, the early stuff, we were looking at things, people like Bonobo, mm-hmm. trying to find musicians that we're both fans of and sort of emulate that kind of thing. Yeah. So it has really evolved over the time. We've tried out a lot of different styles, um, experimented in some very obscure <laughs> um, avenues at different points. Yeah, and also your tastes kind of change over that amount of time as well and like you start like liking new things you're like oh I want to do something like that now and then you know you naturally branch off into other directions as well so that's yeah. been that's been part of the process we both have very broad tastes anyway don't we yeah so it's it's um it's only natural that you're going to experiment with those different things um so but yeah over over the time we've written a lot of stuff uh obviously ended up releasing solo when we launched the label and we haven't this is the first project where we've put out anything yeah like collaboration despite all of that time um yeah there's uh well there's a few other things in the pipeline potentially but yeah this is the first one which we like sort of took all the way to the end yeah so this is Polaris EP, which uh, is out on the 30th of November. Uh, and yeah, so we've written it over the past year. It started, um, yeah, about November last year, I think, was the, the start of some of these songs. And they evolved hugely over that time as well. <clears throat> I think Bob Moses was a big sort of reference for us um, during that time. We're like, 
you know, combination of like electronic elements and like sort of traditional kind of song structures with lyrics and because we wanted to do something with singing as well didn't we that was part of it because um, a lot of the other stuff we've been working on was more instrumental so that was one yeah. of the sort of fundamental decisions about this project as well yeah I think that was probably quite a big catalyst because they've obviously got quite a similar backstory to ours when we when we look back at it um, they're contrasting musical backgrounds one of them was making Berlin style techno while the other one was a singer-songwriter and mm. both feeling a bit stale with what they were creating and kind of came together and found a way of sort of blending that together mm. uh, I think that probably resonated with us quite a bit as well Yeah, and they just sound really cool which is always good mm. um, but yeah we've, we've had quite a few uh, other influences on this Dark uh, Side big fans of Dark Side yeah um, I love that album. Um, what's it called? Psychic. Psychic, yeah. It's such a good album. I, I, it's, um, yeah, very, I think really underrated. I mean, yeah. it's quite well regarded, but I think it's un underrated, if anything. Yeah. I mean, the detail and just like, I, I don't know how they construct stuff like that. I mean, it's so um, alternative in the structure and just evolves in such an interesting way across every song, you know? Yeah, it's pretty it's 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 subtle and like uh, on the first listen you could quite easily dismiss it but like it's like one of those that you the more you listen to it the more you, you sort of get into it and l realize that just how good it is yep. um so intricate so dynamic but it just it's so the sounds are just like so warm and fat and it's just like a bit psychedelic and it just takes you on this quite quite a sort of immersive journey yeah, but it really is another world like yeah, that's cool. Um, Moderat, that was also a big influence. We went to see them. Uh, I mean, we were already fans, but like went to see them at one point, kind of like towards the beginning of this project. Um, and then again, that's like the combination of, you know, the more sort of uh, techno kind of elements combined with um, the vocals in a sort of, you know, song writing fashion. Um, and yeah, so yeah, they were they were a reference. Yeah, I mean that show for me last year was probably the best show I went to all year. It was just absolutely captivating uh, from the moment they came on. After their support act, who was a little bit weird and just not really drawing the audience whatsoever. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, that was strange. Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but then they came on and it was just like completely completely captivating you just couldn't take your eyes away I mean the the whole audio the visual show as well with lasers and lights and the way that it sort of like interacted with the screens behind them and they just created these amazing silhouettes of themselves while they were performing it was just a uh, fully um fully uh, engaging and immersive and mm. actually like it, if I came out feeling exhausted it was just like it was a, <laughs> a full-on effort to like you know, go through it, but in a, an amazing way. It was just like a ride or something. Yeah, and a, an assault on the senses. Yeah. The bass in that, it was Brixton Academy, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, the sound was amazing. Yeah. It's just like the bass like rumbled your gut. That was incredible. Uh, XX was another. Yeah, I mean, for uh, electronic music, sort of stripped back a bit and mm. songwriting structure. We listened to a bit of that, didn't we? They had a new album come out. Yeah. Um, and the Arctic Monkeys were fans of as well. We both had like a little separate realization, didn't we? Actually, about both listening to 
their latest album, which is quite old now yeah. as well. But <laughs> it hearing it a lot later than we should have heard it and being like, actually, this is this is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> amazing lyrics. Yeah, he's an awesome writer. We'll put a Spotify playlist together for some of our inspiration and we'll put um, a link in the show notes if you check out the blog uh, on the website and you can have a listen to some of the tracks that we, we took inspiration from. Mm. So we we had our influences and, you know, there were kind of like starting points and references that we were using, but I think sort of on a more, I guess, emotional, personal level, I think this project kind of it it blossomed from a sort of time when we were having sort of like some we were both experiencing quite a bit of frustration with our work life balance situation um and both really also wanting to like be more creative and and so it was it was quite a challenge at times to like find find the time to make this happen and you know that's one of the reasons why it took us a year to sort of get it get it together well i mean like funnily at one point you actually moved in here and we had plans to make write loads of music this is a bit earlier actually than the project but you moved in for a few months didn't you yeah and then we both got so busy that we barely even had any time to sit down and do it despite the fact that we were living in, in the same house yeah <laughs> yeah definitely so i think yeah, I think the general vibe and mood and um, sort of attitude of of, of the tracks and, and the EP kind of is kind of born out of that, some of those feelings uh, that we're experiencing, some of those frustrations mm. um, and challenges, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you're always going to be writing stuff um, based on your underlying emotions and your feelings at the time, right? Um, yeah hope so <laughs> you hope so what does that mean well no I, um i don't actually even believe what I, I said because you can you can you can be writing about stuff that happened like way down in the past but i suppose that then there's a personal connection to yeah. in the present i mean I, any but even if you're not actually writing it about a specific event if you're just sitting down to write the music Still, I think you write stuff depending on the frame of mind that you're in because if you're depressed, you're not going to be writing some C major happy stuff because you're not going to feel yeah. like that. That's not the energy that you're, the space that you're in. Yeah. So even if you're not there and writing lyrics, the emotions that you're feeling at the time and whatever is going on in your life will influence that. And that's why I find it very, very hard to come back to pieces of music later and try and get them finished because I feel like you're in a different emotional state, different energy, different headspace mm. and you just end up reworking them into totally different things and moving in a different direction. Mm. It's like I, yeah. more and more, more and more I'm just trying to write really quickly, get all the ideas down, get like the lyric ideas down and have the basic idea there and then just need to refine like the sounds but not change the actual structure and the actual musical elements you know then it becomes more about the mix and getting everything tight in that respect but like mm. the actual feeling that you had at the time is locked and laid down mm. and you can't mess with that because otherwise you're just going to end up confusing the mess your feelings or whatever whatever it is yeah you'll just never get it finished and it'll be like an incoherent and that's why i mess. have 400 half finished projects or whatever it is in this folder yeah that's all part of the process though isn't yeah. it you've got to remember that that's also it's easy to forget if you've got a load of stuff that's unfinished it's easy to think oh i've not put out anything recently 
you know, I'm not making that progress, but it's all learnings, even if you're just doing tiny little bits. Mm-hmm. So anyway, back to the EP. Um, the lyrics on the tracks on the EP are actually a kind of combined effort between us, but uh, they all stemmed from various events and life experiences that we'd been processing or experiencing individually. So we kind of um, maybe laid down a starting point or you maybe you laid down a melody mm-hmm. and then left me to play with that for a little bit or whatever. Um, so, so yeah, they're kind of very much inspired out of real real life, maybe taken off in slightly abstract directions along along the way. Um, yeah, but I mean, I guess that's the point of art and music and songwriting in general. You know, for a creative, creative, um, it's about trying to express um, their feelings at the time, what they're going through. Um, you know, you can use it to clarify your thoughts. I find for me a lot of that, if I can't really figure out exactly how I'm feeling about a certain thing, by writing about it a lot, that's how you kind of um, figure out how you really feel. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's yeah, slightly different for me, but I suppose, it, I, yeah, I guess that for me it's more about like expressing something felt uh, or something I'm I'm going through, like just kind of capturing the moment, um, capturing your feelings at that time, um, more than like sort of working through a process and figuring out. But yeah, it's interesting you say that. Um, I was reading an essay from Aldous Huxley earlier on and there was like one, one little bit that really stuck out and resonated with me um, related to this. So I thought I'd just share that. Um, he said, we are grateful to the artist, especially the musician, for saying clearly what we have always felt but never been able to express. And for me, that's like something really to aspire to as a as a musician to try and find ways of explaining your thoughts and feelings in a way that really fully resonates with people and describes um, situations better than you know people mm. could ever ever put across themselves. Um, and I something that I found a lot with like Bob, Bob Moses lyrics when we started listening to them sort of really hit, struck a chord with me and told stories of how I was feeling at the time. Mm. Yeah, it applies to, yeah, it applies to lyrics for sure. I also kind of feel that, yeah, there's a kind of intuitive sort of em- emotional connection that you get from music, which is like beyond words as well. Absolutely, like, like definitely, There's that's the big part of it. In fact, the, the other quote that he mentioned was something about music being more expressive the only thing uh the only thing more expressive than music was silence he said <laughs> um but yeah i mean music basically is pure emotion right and yeah you know if you're listening to certain classical pieces you know you move people to tears yeah or whatever i just discovered uh well just listened to hammock's latest album earlier today mm. first track on that is like beautiful okay. it's like this what's the style of that it's like modern classical slash ambient there's like orchestral um instruments and like quiet choir kind of stuff okay. but it's like um mixed with a, a kind of producer's head on with like you know there's like ambient effects and stuff but it is just yeah it's is it is very powerful really emotional um yeah that's a good example but like i mean it's difficult to articulate what's going on in that moment when you're like feeling that emotion it's just, you just you feel something but you don't always know like you can't put your finger on it necessarily yeah 
but I mean, I, I feel like you, um, most things like that are, can only really be experienced. You can't describe to someone like your emotion, but like if mm. you can, if you feel it, and like you listen to that music, and it makes you feel a certain way, like people can relate to that because they hopefully will feel the same certain way. So while it's not might not be something that is possible to articulate, yeah, it is purely the emotion, and that's like what you're feeling connected to. Yeah, definitely. I know that one of the tracks in particular on the EP was quite a challenge for you to write about. Um, I wonder whether you might want to expand on how that went for you. What? Um, tell, uh, tell me, brother. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, it it's kind of weird when you when you write something at the time, which is like you you know you're thinking a lot about, and it's really like personal and and raw, but then you <laughs> you sort of don't think too much about like um the time when it's going to be released and other people are going to hear it then you're like wow this is like you know real and, and then it brings brings it all up again it, it's it's kind of interesting um process to go through um but yeah so yeah this it's a track really about sort of sibling relationships and challenges that you know um people face i guess for me uh, personally um i'm a twin and like uh you know I, I love my brother dearly but we you know we have had quite a bit of a turbulent relationship over the last few years and um i think we're in a pretty good place now but you know there's ups and downs and I think I wrote these lyrics just after sort of we had a bit of a falling out and it kind of just sometimes you just want that simplicity that you had like in in childhood um where everything just seemed to be so much easier and, and simpler and I, f I feel like things get a bit more complicated and challenging when 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 you sort of grow up um so yeah there was at the same time there was also a close friend of mine who was kind of experiencing similar stuff with 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 their brother and so yeah I was, I was kind of like thinking about it a lot and um yeah just kind of hoping that you know we things can can sort of be in a better place um in future and yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's probably about all that I have to say on that. <laughs> it must be like a tough thing to um, to really focus on for that amount of time. Do you feel like it's like um, you're talking about the lyrics of my challenges? Like when you're writing it. Um, that the, the it, it it I I wrote it pretty quickly. Mm. Like. Um, I didn't um it's just I guess it was more like the process was it was like something that was on my mind and I was like work you know thinking a lot about as at the same time as we happened to have this you know track that mm. um we were kind of working on and uh, and then the, the two just sort of collided mm. and kind of felt like it it, it worked together um so yeah, the the actual writing of the lyrics. I I mean, I think I'm not 
probably one of those people that spend like too much time writing lyrics it yeah. kind of like just sort of comes out um, well, um and i think for that in particular is the strength of it isn't it because it's so from a real place and it's so true and raw and that really works fits with the rest of the track and the kind of vibe of it all i think that's why it's now one of my favorites in terms of like the, the power and the emotion that you get from it because it really is just from this mm. completely honest human place yeah that's why it feels a bit weird because it's quite it's quite well it's a kind of vulnerability right it's like you're really yeah. putting yourself out there and trying to be open and honest with the world but mm. <clears throat> that's actually in my opinion where people might all feel the most connection to you and really relate to it mm. and that's what you need to strive for as much as it's scary as fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we'll see but we'll play that at the end and people can get a first listen to that before the EP comes out next week. Alright. Okay, well, I think that's about enough for tonight. Um, Want to talk about some... A bit of other label news. Yeah. Uh, we've just released a music video for our single Don't You See Me Go, uh, which you can check out if you go to the Escape Everything website escape-everything.com and look underneath the media tab. And who is the guy in the video? Uh, it features a legendary 84-year-old old, um, jazz drummer called Don Cook, who is a, a ex-Scots guard when he, was, when he was a youth, where he picked up his first drum, Marching <laughs> Snare, which he told me he repeatedly dropped and got put in the book. Um, yeah, and uh, over the years he's played in all sorts of interesting jazz bands. He's recorded um, stuff for the BBC. He did part of the soundtrack to Rhubarb and Custard and amongst other TV programmes and Amazing. various <laughs> things. Pretty hilarious. Uh, so yeah, go check that out. Don's amazing. He's a complete character and he was awesome to film. We filmed him. Um, I woke him up at half five in the morning and dragged him out to Hounslow Heath and set his drum kit up in the middle of the field. Um, but he loved it, so that was great. <laughs> um, as I mentioned, uh, Polaris EP is out next week, 30th of November, so make sure you swing by and check that out as well. Uh, and then up next on the podcast in a couple of weeks, we have Dan Jin, who is a, an internationally published street photographer and writer, so I'm really looking forward to that. He's a, a good mate of ours, he's taken a lot of the promo photos for the label. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. See ya. See ya. Tell me.
Brother, when you look 